Welcome back to another episode of Those Gals Have Moxie, a pop culture podcast with Chelsea, Jen, Megan, and Paige that colors outside the lines. Today, we will be talking about, post our first episode, the Emmys, because they have actually aired now. We are a few days late, but that's okay. So, before we get into that, let's discuss what media we're taking in right now. Me? I've been moving for the last week. I moved my sister, and then I moved, and then it's all a mess. So the only thing I've really consumed is How It All Blew Up by Arvin Amadi, and it was such a good book. It was so good. Oh, my God, the pop culture references. I love. You want a good LGBTQIA plus story? I love. You want a good... This is a good one for diversifying your bookshelf, not just because it's an LGBTQIA plus book, but also because it has an Iranian um, main character. So it's perfect. And I loved it. So Jen, what have you been consuming lately? So I tend to get into these situations where I don't want to consume something new because it (laughs) triggers my anxiety. So sometimes for anxiety purposes, I will rewatch and rewatch and rewatch and rewatch the same things that have brought me comfort because I know what to expect from them. Relatable. That's fair. Right? Right? However, this week I stepped slightly outside of my box and found a show on BritBox, which I pay for and only watch like two things on. I was like, also is, true. I, I need to get my $6.99 worth. <laughs> so um, I found this show called Shakespeare and Hathaway. Yeah. It's, it's so good. It's about these two detectives who live in Stratford, um, a lady and a guy and uh she's her last name shakespeare his last name's hathaway and uh each episode is named for a line from a shakespeare play and they just go around this cute little hamlet stratford is just like adorable with all of these houses that look like they're right out of the elizabethan age and uh solve all kinds of mysteries it has brought me an immense amount of joy and I highly recommend it if you too have BritBox and I was just told today it airs on PBS here oh does it really it airs on PBS here so if you have a if you are also 97 and if you don't have BritBox but you have what I have which is a PBS all access app Yes, it's also on PBS. Send me those logins. Thank you. I love that. I love that. That sounds delightful. It's so great. It really is. (laughs) I watched one episode and I was like, I'm into this. Because again, I'm getting my $5 worth a month (laughs) to have the PBS app. Have to get your money's worth. Exactly. Okay, Paige, what are you consuming? I was trying to think. I think the only show I've... I mean, new show I've been actively keeping up with recently is Lovecraft Country, which I'm so into. There are definitely some problems with it so far. I won't get into that right now, but um, I really like it for the most part. I like that every episode seems like a different show. Not everyone likes that, but I think it's really neat how the story is unfolding. And everyone in that show is just fantastic. Um. And attractive. So yes. Beautiful. I, like, every Not forget person. that. 
I love that current discourse that's going across Twitter, like about Journey Smollett. And she's like, do you guys know she's like 30 something? And everyone's like, I texted y'all about this. I was like, hold up. Kelsey had a moment. I think she was best friends with Michelle Tanner. How are you surprised by this? Here's the thing. I always feel like she's probably like 20 early 20s and Friday Night Lights or something. I do not expect people to be older than what they are, even though they've been on my television since I can remember. Like, what's her name? You know who I mean. Bianca Lawson. Yes, you knew exactly who I meant. Because that's exactly who my brain went to. Still a teenager. She, like, Miss Tina calls her her bonus daughter, which is the cutest thing on the planet. But also, (laughs) she's, I think she's in, like, her 40s. She is. She's in her 40s. Lies. Uh She was in her late 30s when she was on Pretty Little Liars. Are you not not playing a teenager? (laughs) Like, yeah, she was playing a 16 year old. And she was on Teen Wolf, Mm -hmm. I think. Playing mm-hmm. a teenager. Yeah. Playing a teenager. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, Tina's in the title. I wish I had that skin. If only. Only. I bet she doesn't have mask me. Okay, uh, Chelsea, what are you consuming? Uh, like Megan, I've also been super busy. I started filming my documentary. Thank you for all your help, Paige. But then over the weekend, I introduced Always. both my nieces. I forgot I did this for a moment to Kiki's Delivery Service in my neighbor Totoro, and let me tell you how pumped they were. I have to find outfits for them, not for Halloween, because their parents still pick that out because they want to, like, dress them up, but they just want outfits of Totoro and Kiki, and I'm like, yes, I did Okay. I went and bought them the DVD after watching it on HBO Max because they have horrible internet. If you go online, they have Totoro onesies, I saw on Amazon. Yeah. I have to like uh, well, size these children though. Well, I got, when I took, when I, when I got these kids into um, all those movies, Anna was like four or five and I found one from China for like 20 bucks and it fit her for like three years. And then, like I said, when I was Kiki, all I did was go on Amazon and I typed in short sleeve navy blue dress. Would you also like this giant bow and cat? I would because that completes my outfit for Kiki. So it's it's super simple. A uh, serious question: Do they have those Totoro onesies for adult? They oh, sure absolutely. do. I will send you. They the sure do. And okay. someone I went to college with just bought one like a couple weeks ago. Oh, and just Might to keep on that. brand, I did a, like between our last recordings watch stuff on Turner Classic Movies, obviously. And I just have to note all the hot people in the film Giant, which holds up. It'd be a great miniseries today. Just re-release it in chunks. Rock Hudson, so hot. Elizabeth Taylor, so hot. James Dean, so hot. Everyone go watch it, even though it's like three hours, but it's like watching a TV show. It is three hours. It's very, you could easily stop in different parts and start again, not miss anything. It's great. And on Turner Classic Movies on HBO Max. Does anyone... And I mean anyone other than me. Remember when CBS used to do mini series about stars? They did one for Judy Garland called Me and My Shadows Life with Judy Garland. They did one for Elvis and they did one for James Dean. I and I think it was Jonathan Rhys Myers who played James. I thought Jonathan Rhys Myers was Judy Elvis. Was he, or was he an Elvis? Hold on. James Franco was James Dean, I think. <gasps> oh, you know yeah. what? You might well, be he wasn't right. He wasn't he? 
Hold on, I'm Googling it. I think this was like a TV movie. They yeah. did, CBS did like a bunch in the, like, here. I'll fact 99, check 99, I'm pretty sure is when, okay, that's not it. Um, I was about to say, imagine if they did that now, but Lifetime basically does that sometimes. Like they made that Britney movie. and like, It is, it was a TV movie, it wasn't a miniseries, and it was 2001 and it was James Franco. Ah, there we go. It's available on Prime for $10. That is too much money for anything James Franco isn't. That's excessive. Um, But yeah, if you ever really want to get like really messed up, watch the Judy Garland one. It's on YouTube. You can watch it on YouTube. Um, Like her life was so chaotic and insane. Okay, so now that we have discussed all of the things we are taking in right now, also, I did watch the new Mulan, and that's another story. Um, but let's talk about the Emmys. The Emmys, or shall we say, the Shit's Creek Awards. Because Absolutely. They made history by doing it all. They did it all. They took them all. They, all of them. They took all the comedy awards. It was just like, Shit's Creek, Shit's Creek, Shit's Creek. <laughs> over, 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 and over again. Seven in a row. There. I joke that they only got my ballot. Like, they only got my ballot in the mail. I was the only one who cast a vote. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so before we get into just that, let's talk about, because we are going to talk Schitt's Creek, obviously, because they just dominated. But, favorite win of the ceremony. Me first. Without a shadow of a doubt, Zendaya for Euphoria. Because I said in our episode where we talk about the Emmys, that all I wanted was Zendaya to win for Euphoria. That's all I wanted. I didn't need anything else. I love that Um, you went to bed before she won, and then... But you want to know what's funny? (laughs) Is I happened to wake up, turn my TV on, and she had... They just said Zendaya won. So I saw Zendaya win. <laughs> it was and then I just went back to sleep. Like, my body was just like, okay, it's you got to get up and you have to try on the Emmys. Zendaya is about to win. Like, I don't know. It, it's really what happened, though. I was like, all right, I'm just going to turn on the Emmys, see where they're at. And then I turned it on and they're like, and the winner is Zendaya for Euphoria. And I was like, <laughs> what were the odds? So, yes, Zendaya. Definitely my favorite win because, oh, you know, now that you mention it, <laughs> it hurts. I did actually start, um, maybe not at the best place to start rewatching it, but because we're reorganizing libraries across my district and I'm by myself, this week I decided to start rewatching Euphoria as a form of self care. Maybe don't do it at work though, guys, because luckily it was on my phone. <laughs> Because <laughs> I found him my AirPods, and I was like, "Wow, this first episode really goes for it." And I forgot. So, um, <laughs> yes, I um, I did start rewatching that. But my favorite one was Zendaya. So, Jen, what was your favorite win of the night? Um, besides all the Shit's Creek people, I would say <laughs> I would say Yaya Abdul Mateen. Okay. I was waiting for it mm-hmm. for a lot of reasons. He Did inadvertently showed. Is that one of them? <laughs> he inadvertently, um, or inadvertently, showed us 
um, his butt when he stood up. We that love was a important. good butt profile. Um, but more important than that, his um, thank you speech was so wonderful. Um, this just recognition of all of the Black women who have like helped him get to where he is um, just felt very like soothing and necessary and also he's beautiful so he could have been on screen for like 75 minutes just talking and I would have been fine with that and his suit impeccable he looks so good whoever his tailor is impeccable impeccable chef's kiss his fashion is always just fantastic I appreciate a man who does not shy away from color and he never does. And like him and Mahershala Ali, I find mm-hmm. that both of them just will like show up in colors you don't expect a man to wear. And you're like, yes, you should do that with that all of that beautiful skin. Show it off. Do it. Mm. Mm. And that ass. Oh, yeah. And his loafers were fantastic. I loved his loafers as well. <clears throat> but also his ass. Um, Paige, what was your favorite one of the night? Um, anyone could probably tell who my favorite was since multiple people tweeted me asking me if I was okay after Jeremy Strong won. <laughs> I, I got like texts and tweets that were just like, I for Paige sure tagged okay? you on the main account. Is Paige alive? <laughs> I died, uh, temporarily. I think I blacked out during his speech. It's fine. It's um, okay. That was exciting to me. As it should be. I did. I was I did generally very call. happy with most of the people who won, though. I was, too. I was very surprised because there wasn't anyone that I was like, you know, no. But I will say, in addition to mine, not only because Jen brought this up and I only just thought about it, is when Zendaya won, you saw everyone else so happy for her. They were like, yay! Everybody in her category looked so excited for her. Like Laura Linney looked like that was her, like she was her mom. She was like, oh my God. Like her, Jennifer Aniston, like Sandra Oh, I think were just in the background. Oh, and it was Jodie Comer, but Jodie Comer, I don't think she wasn't there. No, she didn't log on. Maybe. Yeah, I don't think her and Olivia Coleman, they they did not get the Zoom link. That's like middle of the it night. It was too sleep. late for them. I it was just like, no thanks. <laughs> right? Coleman, who already gets drunk at award shows and gives her speeches. Yeah, she was not awake for that. You got an Oscar. She's good. She's oh, great. I guess Helena Bonham Carter might have been here. I loved her. She was like, I've got my dogs. I'm under my blanket. What's up? She apparently is over across the pond okay, and sleep schedule's probably not great. literally said she woke up and put her blanket on over her dress because she was tired <laughs> she doesn't have a she doesn't seem day. like somebody who like has a regular sleep pattern no she's, she's like, like making i'll show up for this why not mm-hmm. she did have like a, a decent chance at winning though i'll give her that margaret's a flashy character oh i love her okay chelsea who was your favorite win it's tough because all of Shit's Creek made me happy, but I think the happiest I was was probably when Annie Murphy won because I was like, she wasn't left out. And that was probably the hardest of the acting wins, I think, because supporting actress in the comedy is like anybody in that category would have won. And I would have been like, yes, they deserved it. 
more or less. Like even the Maisel gals that I'm usually that are like lower on my ballot, I'm like, they're still really good performers. But that made me so, 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 so happy. And like just watching Dan Levy in the background the of background. everybody and just like crying. Oh, it was beautiful. I love them. So that can carry us straight into the comedy categories, a.k.a. Schitt's Creek took it all. So there's no competition or anyone else to talk about. Again, we love I a will shit say, show. It was a shit show. I do like that you put that in the document. So here's my thing. I wanted to be at their socially distanced party. It looked cute. It looked like a wedding reception, which mm-hmm. I was a fan of. Um, but everyone was enjoying themselves much more than they do at a wedding reception. Um, and I just loved Dan Levy in the background of everyone. And like, Every oh my God. single one. He was when Eugene won and he was like of his own so, parent. he was so happy his dad won. And then Eugene's speech where he's like, well, I gotta thank my son. And you're like, oh my God. When Dan started crying watching his dad win, I just started sobbing. Same. It was so freaking sweet. I was like, oh my. And and it's not even just that they like swept the whole thing. They just like made it so fine. Right. Totally make, totally fine making history, which also Zendaya also made history. So we love that. Um, I mean, and also the company she's in, Viola Davis, hello, bye. <laughs> and then, um, but just like they were also genuinely thrilled that they won. Like every they time shocked. they won. Yeah. Yes. Every time they won, Dan Levy's face was like, oh my God, again? We did this again? Oh my God. I feel like anyone else who was there was just like, do you need me to be on this call? <laughs> I feel like you don't need me. And it probably wouldn't have felt like such a steamroll at the act, like if it was a normal awards show, because they like literally stacked all the comedy in a row, like four in a row. Normally you get maybe one or two in a row and then they'll just bounce around categories. But this was so delightful. It is like, again, we've said Schitt's Creek is the warm bath. That made it more overwhelming in a good way. It really did, especially since I was drinking. Oh, I loved it. And Dan shouted insecure out during his writing. His oh my speech. God. How much did I love that? Oh my God. He's like, and Issa Rae and all the people at Insecure, you make some of the best television. And I was like, you didn't even have to say that. He should have though, because it's true. It's, it's not wrong. So true. And I think I said that because we had a group chat going Jen participated, sort of. And, um... <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. It's okay. You woke up to far more text than I did. <laughs> you went to sleep before me. To be fair, we had to be... Chelsea up. and I just, like... Went we were just, like, going And I was hard. only four off. I was only four off of how many I would wake up to. Only four. Yeah, didn't you say like a hundred and? I said one seventy-two, and it was one hundred and seventy-six. <laughs> so I would I like say to congratulate me. We had a lot of thoughts, <laughs> as you should. And so I did love that though. Like he didn't have to be happy. Like he could have just like talked wax poetic about himself and like what it was like working with his dad and his sister and all these people he's known. Like 
he's known Catherine O'Hara like what his whole life. And so it's like, he didn't have to do any of, he could have just waxed poetic about that, but he's like, Oh my God, insecure. I love you. Like I, I hope. And okay. If we're going to be serious guys, I think we had this discussion. We want them to sweep next year. Oh yes. Like we want to start in my campaign. hundred percent. hundred percent. They deserve it. Like we already are obsessed with insecure on this show. We wanted them and Schitt's Creek to win everything. Yeah. We did not I'm expect sure that's where we were at. Can I just yeah. say, I love Catherine O'Hara, obviously, and she deserves like any award they will possibly give her at the same time. Like right after, I think it was right after the comedy category or pretty soon after they did that little feature um, on Issa yeah, and like they did her one writing and stuff. And the, they showed America that, like, oh, this is yeah. lovely, but why didn't you give her an award? Like That's what I said. I was like, I love this, but also why? Why did you do this after she lost? Exactly. Yeah. She's a multi-hyphenate, just like Dan, just like Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Like, give the woman some awards. Like, she does yeah. so much. She needs to have her time. She I does. Feel like, she I feel like it. maybe next time. I think so, because they did really for well nominations this year. Was it this last year that she... No, it couldn't have been, because... They were off for two years, but so it had to have been 2019. Didn't she finally get, or did I make this up and just dream it up in my head? Didn't she get nominated for a Golden Globe for it? Yeah. I can fact check, but she was definitely nominated for an Emmy two years ago. She was not nominated the Julia Louis-Dreyfus return, but y'all keep vamping and complimenting Insecure One. I feel like either... Even if she didn't didn't get nominated and I just dreamed it up, it should be happening. So I'm hoping at the next Golden Globes that she is nominated. Because when was the... Was it at the Emmys or the Golden Globes a few years ago when she said that fantastic comment where she said she was rooting for everyone black? The Emmys a few the years Emmys. back okay. where she was in that gorgeous red dress and everybody got mad at her because yeah. she was like, you're, rooting, you're only rooting for... Yeah. And okay, here here's the fact check. She lost yeah. 2017 the Golden Globes to marvelous Mrs. Maisel again, villainous. Okay, but villainous. can we talk about all of those tweets that and everyone more, has been like? And then she had, let's see, yeah, she was nominated in 2017, and then in 2016. Okay. But 2016 is okay because she lost to Tracy Ellis Ross, who deserves everything as well. Okay, so I was. Most I didn't just dream it up. Okay. Um, Cause my friend and I, I don't know if you ever see it, but uh, my friend and I every year play the award show game for the Oscars, the Grammys and the golden globes. And I just dreamed it. I was like, Issa Rae. I, even if she's not going to win, I'm just going to write it. Cause I want it to be real. But um, where was I going with this? Oh, but she also, First of all, I loved that tweet that they said, this is all well and good for Schitt's Creek, but why is no one talking about how this completely eliminated Mrs. Maisel? Like, why is no one talking about how we don't have to hear any of those speeches this year? My favorite tweet came from uh, Jean Denby, who is one of the hosts of the podcast Code Switch. And he was like, not only is Schitt's Creek a good show, but it kept us from having to deal with Mrs. Maisel getting too much 
undeserved recognition. I saw Seriously, that and though. I was like blessed because Maisel is so overrated even in the decent first season. It's like, well, was it, you were not better than Insecure ever. Was it the SAG Awards this year that, um, what's her name? They won and she was like, I voted for Fleabag. What? Oh, what's her name? The woman on Family Guy. Alex Borstein. She was like, yes. she was like, how did we win? I voted for Fleabag. <laughs> like, I, I don't understand. I'm pretty sure I will say Alex Borstein can give year. a speech. If we have to do any Maisel speeches, it's always Alex Borstein who needs to speak. Oh my God. Her speech last year at the Emmys when she won made me cry. Oh my God. Oh, that was so intense. Okay, so let's talk about limited series. Okay. I don't want to go first. Jen, you go first on limited series. You mean the Watchmen Awards? Okay, we could do, yeah. Okay, first, (laughs) first, before we even get further into it. We simply must talk about our queen. Regina King. Regina King. Correct. We must talk about her. We must talk about her. Our king. Our king, if you will. Um, we must our talk about her fuchsia sport jacket. We must talk about her Say Her Name Brianna Taylor shirt. And did you know, I just learned this. You might have been the ones to send it to me. So like, this could be true. I don't know. <laughs> but Sandra O's jacket said Black Lives Matter in Korean. Yes. I mean, that's not the literal translation. It's like all, bre- all Black Lives are precious, I think it was. Yeah, because yeah. there's no like, literal translation. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my God. I love that. I love the say her name. Someone else wore something. Uzo Aduba Uzo wore Aduba. Yeah. Brianna Taylor. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. When she won. I personally loved, loved that. And I loved Regina's speech. I love everything that Regina King does. Let's, I mean, let's be honest. Obviously. Um, I, I, obviously. If we can somehow make it so for her to be an EGOT, then we need to... Collectively, we, she the four can, of us. She could narrate a... I could narrate a yeah. audio book. If Beale Street could talk to Broadway, yes. let's do it. And put her in it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. 100%. If it's a Listen, musical... that's how Viola Davis Grammy out of she that. She got her Oscar and her Tony for the same thing. Deservedly so. Deservedly. So. Absolutely. We're not... We don't... No, no, no. We don't respect... We don't respect... We do not disrespect... Here. Yeah. We don't disrespect Viola Davis at all. Ever. 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 Um, but yeah, I I was so excited for the Watchmen folks. Um, that show is really good. It is narratively so strong. Um, I have better to... Better than the movie. Way better than the movie. I also have to <laughs> give props to Damon Lindehoff for stepping back, for giving other people the space to write the things that... Um, needed to be written and for knowing that that wasn't his story to tell but using his considerable power to bring about 
it happening. Um, cause and I he's don't been think pretty vocal that. about wanting to do that for people mm-hmm. and stuff, like really just take the producing part of it and really pushing forward whatever he can. Mm-hmm. So I'm That's really so glad Steven Soderbergh doing the same kind of thing. His speech uh, was so good. Yeah, it was. And I liked his, his shirt. He had a he Tulsa, great too. A Tulsa, um, Mm-hmm. Uh, massacre um, remembrance shirts. and I think it was their director or no that was the succession directors but yeah. a lot of the directors in the background you could see signs for it all yeah I loved his speech I thought it was amazing and I thought all of sorry can you guys not hear this like fireworks display happening outside my freaking it sounds window? like somebody's pulling a trash can down some asphalt. Who's no, doing fireworks? That is, that is a full-blown fireworks. It is September 30th. We have passed the point of fireworks. Halloween that fireworks are not wildly <laughs> unnecessary. <laughs> not a thing. Sorry. Not a thing. I'm just like sitting here like... They're celebrating that it's October tomorrow. <laughs> sure. Spooky season. Yes, they're ushering in spooky All season seasons in 2020 are spooky seasons. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> not wrong. So anyway, so I loved, I loved all of the wins for Watchmen. Like we said, dados. Um, but like Regina King for everything. Oh, absolutely, like, always. And as an aside, Regina King also directed one of my favorite episodes of Pitch, which I will never stop talking about. And we have to brag that she like. The same day she won that Emmy, she also got second place at the Toronto International Film Festival Audience Award. And usually right. the movies in that top three audience award selection are, get a lot of Oscar buzz, best picture nominations, like historically. So look out for that. Like the last runner up was Parasite. She we can't also, win enough Oscars. She no. cannot. She needs to win one for directing now. Mm-hmm. She also directed an episode of Insecure in the last season, not this last season, but the season before. And the Emmys ignore. Every time. She's everything. So yeah. Well, sorry, out of limited series, I'm very glad if anybody in Mrs. America had to win, it was Uzo Aduba, who can never have enough Emmys. I think she has like three now. And like, I mean, I was rooting for Tony Collette, but like, thank God it wasn't some of these other people. That would have made me very yeah. enraged because Uzo deserves everything. I've said she deserves her own Shirley Chisholm miniseries, movie, Just whatever. That yes, and literally yes. anybody else to write it. Not that crap that Mrs. America was. I would have been way more willing to watch that show. I still I didn't watch Mrs. America for that reason. I wasn't interested. I but made I would it have been three episodes. In the show. I quit after the Shirley Chisholm. Yeah. She, she, they really should just bring us a Shirley. Like, Shirley Chisholm is truly, truly an American hero. And Phyllis Schlafly is a word I cannot say. I can know garbage shit. I don't want to talk about her. Yeah. Sure. Go with that. Also, just infinitely more interesting than anything Phyllis Schlafly ever did. Like, hate monster. Versus gorgeous icon. People cannot see me just wildly gesturing with my arms. Yeah, we don't need more shows about problematic white women. I'm very so confused many. why we needed this show. We didn't. Um, we, because we didn't. 
Right. So here's the thing. I love Kate Blanchett. If you don't, I don't know what you're watching. I don't know why you wouldn't love her. Um, I mean, she's Galadriel. I mean, hello, that's enough. I don't, I don't need to go on. Like, that's hello. All. So, um, and she stole things from the set that are not Galadriel's. So I'm like, why did you, why? And just like in, like when she was in Thor, she stole one of Thor's hammers. You're not, okay, cool. Um, but she was, she was on Colbert talking about the show. And like, the more she talked, the more I'm like, but why? But why? Like, Trump utilized this woman to get elected. Why does she need a show? I'm just going to recommend a great piece on Vulture by Angelica Bastian. Um, the Failure of America's Phyllis Schlafly. It's a great piece. Um, let me just read a small excerpt from it. When white womanhood remains a weapon used to undermine and crush the lives of black folks, art that is unable or unwilling to understand the rhythms of such whiteness is not only dishonest, but empty of true value. That's a really good summary of Mrs. America and all its bullshit. So everyone go seek out that piece. I will put it in the show notes. Please click and read. Thank you. And watch Watchmen instead. Don't use, don't waste your time. Just watch Watchmen instead. A thousand percent. It's just, oh God. I loved that graphic novel so much. And that was the first graphic novel I ever read before I even really got into them. And oh man, <laughs> like that was a three hour movie that felt like six. I saw it at midnight. <clears throat> that was a choice I made. Um, yeah, that was when I really started realizing maybe we don't, Zack Snyder. Maybe we don't. So I think this almost entirely washed the taste of that movie out of my mouth. <laughs> I don't know that it fully did because I don't think anything can. Um, can uh-huh. I be shady real quick to Mark Ruffalo? <laughs> because uh he won for i know this much is true a tv movie which is i tried to watch it (laughs) and i turned it off very quickly it is i was gonna say has anyone watched that here tried no that came like at the end of the cycle right like that came out what may yeah it came towards the end of the voting or like the lg period um I will say just about anybody else in that category would have been a better win than Mark Ruffalo because he's playing two characters and it is capital A acting and you can see him really, really trying to act and it is not good. It is very, very not great. I think it's, it really tries to play with your emotions and be manipulative and it feels kind of gross. So I don't know. You really don't deserve it's that. It's based one, on a book, no? Girl, we know I don't read. I'm fairly certain because I really. No, it is not. I just. Well, yeah, no, it is. I thought it was. Is it based on something? Like yes, it is. Oh, here we go. It is based on a 1998 book featured in Oprah's Book Club by Wally Lamb, right? Everything's been featured in Oprah's Book Club. That's. It's a solid 101 pages. That's why it gets made. Because it's got Oprah's stamp of approval 
So of course people are going to go see She's it. She's had to rescind that cross. stamp a few times. <laughs> Do you know what's interesting though, is I never actually watched the movie for a thousand little pieces or a million little pieces. And I kind of wanted to, cause it kind of looked okay. But I got really mad because I liked that book and I was like, this is such a crazy story. And then they're like, you know, it's like half fabricated. And I'm like, then what? That's when you just release it as fiction and call it good, bro. But see, that's now, it's not so much Oprah now. Now, the person who says, if you get their stamp of approval, bam, Reese's Book Club gets made into something. Because look at that. Uh, She did Little Fires Everywhere and it was nominated this year. Okay, we didn't even talk about this and we simply must. We have to take a time out from what we were discussing to discuss this very crucial moment from Carrie Washington and Reese Witherspoon, who adorably watch these together in Reese's backyard with the, some of the other producers of this show of Little that Fires very Everywhere. very cute. How do I quarantine in their pod? How do I? Because Reese probably has, I mean, she's got good basket recipes, so I bet she's had a great time. I bet she's had a fun time. And she's really um, good friends with Jennifer Aniston, who does interior design for Reese, so I really like need her help. Exactly. And I love that they were like, yeah, no, this is the new year. It's we're counting down away from 2020. We're done with it. We're going to count on. And Jimmy Kimmel, the weird host said, um, Oh, I'll come and kiss you. And they're like, no, 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 we don't want that. We'll kiss each other, but we don't want you. No, no, please go away. Didn't, didn't ask for that. Don't want it. Bye-bye. That's how I I felt about us hosting all night and all his really bad ice jokes. Yeah. I, could not believe he made the joke to John Oliver that he was going to call ICE to get him deported. I was like, what reality are you currently in, sir? I don't even like John Oliver that much, and you just don't make jokes like that. You just That's just such bad taste in general. Especially when it's such a serious thing that people are actively worried about right now. Yeah, who decided for them to make jokes about the Postal Service and Russia and stuff when, like, literally our democracy is crumbling? It's fine. Literally his entire late-night writer's room worked on the ceremony. Yeah. Like, and he has a ton of writers. It's so stupid. I know. I was like, why did they okay all of this? Because they're just sitting there bored as hell in LA and New York and just wondering, what can I do with my time? Hmm. This is why Seth Meyers should have hosted. We love Seth. We would have gotten 1,000% more Amber Ruffin, which we always need. Exactly. Our new show. I, oh, yeah, I did watch that. It's great. I cried. <laughs> it's more Me. heartfelt than you think. We just need Seth Meyers for everything. And like, because like who else does a segment on their show called day drinking with insert celebrity here? Like his dream was to day drink with Rihanna and he made it a reality. That's what you call it. You manifest and you work towards your dreams. And one day you too can day drink with Rihanna. I feel like he said it enough. I feel like he's said enough times that he is, he and his wife collectively together are both obsessed with Rihanna. So I think he just said it enough that someone finally happened to overhear that. And they were like, hey, 
Rihanna, look at this clip. He's obsessed with you. And she's like, cool, let's day drink. And like, he couldn't keep I feel like maybe <laughs> Kelly Clarkson, after they did it, called Rihanna and was like, girl, you got to do this. It's so much fun. Because, <laughs> oh my God, got he and Kelly Clarkson blacked out. He's like, <laughs> they both were like, we both went home and just we blacked out. <laughs> was, I was actively worried, but very entertained. Okay, it back so back on to things. I'm sorry. Do we have anything else to say about limited series? Jenna's just I like, think we covered it in the Watchmen variety. <laughs> You're just laughing at Okay. Me. Speaking of variety, <laughs> what did we think about the variety care care categories? I can speak words. What did we think? Chelsea, what did you think of the variety category? I mean, Saturday Night Live won. RuPaul won. I like RuPaul's Drag Race, but RuPaul does not need to win for hosting. That is the Nicole Byer Award. She Thank you. I feel like we all want a Nicole Byer. That's the most amazing moment, and that should have gotten her the Emmy. It is the most amazing moment from Nailed It. And the fact that she doesn't She have has said on so criminal. many podcasts that she just like begged them to let her do that. And that, imagine the one moment where you're nominated for an Emmy and you host like five nights of the Creative Arts Emmys and you still don't win an Emmy. That is hateful. Hateful. She's the best like, thing about 2020 right now. I'm not going to lie. When I saw, what was it in like, April or May when a new season of Nailed It just randomly dropped. I was like, oh my God, something good can happen in this year. Like, she's such a delightful host. Everyone go listen to all 20,000 of her podcasts. It's my only joy. My only consistent She is one of my only joys. She's watching Lord of the Rings right now. It is so funny. (laughs) Oh my God, I need to listen to that because... That speaks straight to my soul. Obviously, I've mentioned Galadriel already, so it's very niche. And again, to shade John Oliver slightly, um, didn't deserve that joke, did not deserve that Emmy. And please diversify your writer's room, dude. We need to stop. I I thought I've already said my piece about Seth Meyers, so... Seth wasn't even nominated, which is hateful, but also Trevor Noah. Trevor, he's right there. Samantha Bee's right there. They're doing better work. Already, right there. Jesus and right Nero were there. Not, not even nominated. nominated. Let's, get, Is let's get rid of Kimmel, John Oliver, and you know what? Colbert, too. He can go. Let's replace. He's got Kimber enough. Ruffin, we're just going to... They've had their time. No. But also, Isn't this like the 57th one, John Oliver's one? He's won so many in a row, I'm scared to see how many. But also, Saturday Night Live also beat a black lady sketch show which is garbage to me and everything i stand for wow he has mm-hmm. won so many times john oliver One, two three and it was like that with john stewart before him but at least john stewart was doing something with this platform i can give him that john oliver i will say i did just watch on 9-11 i rewatched that video of um john stewart in front of congress last year and I like openly wept at work. I was like, because <sighs> he started crying. That's why I started crying because I'm not stable. <clears throat> so 
Yeah, he's won the I, last five years in a row. That's too much. We're going to cut you off, sir. Diversify your John right. Oliver's done now. Isn't that how long the show's been going on, or am I wrong about that? I think so. I don't think anyone else has won since uh, he... No, he he lost in 2015 to, to John Stewart. <laughs> oh, well, that's okay, then. Because <laughs> I was going to okay. say, John Oliver's show isn't that old. It just started like a few years back. Yeah. Let's see what year did it start? Yeah, like 2015, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're all just miffed about Nicole Byer. I think that covers it. We're waiting and I will say I did enjoy I did enjoy the way Saturday Night Live rallied during the pandemic and they just did it from home because I thought some of that stuff, <laughs> I loved, I don't know if you guys saw it, but I literally have watched it so many times because it's so stupid. They did a collection of <laughs> master classes. <laughs> they have one for Britney Spears and all she's doing is just standing there and like lifting weights and like doing dumb dances. Is it Chloe Feynman? Like, Spears? <laughs> yeah, she's like, in this master class, I'm going to teach you at the LGBTQ community. And like, it's so, so dumb. But here's it the was thing. Like, Saturday Night Live's Zoom call that's not even as good as a YouTuber's regular account should not have beaten a Black Lady sketch show, which That's was true. perfection and art. And Angela Bassett, like, I cannot say Angela, Angela Bassett. Bassett. She was there. She was beautiful. She did not win anything. But Maya Rudolph did win, so I'll give him that. Give him that. <sighs> Maya Rudolph deserves all of it. She Let's won, too. She beat herself. We love that. We love when your competition is yourself. Okay? We love it. Okay, so now we're going to get to my category. That's part of Big Mouth, so that's facts. Oh my god! When she says "bubble bath," it just makes me so <laughs> happy. Like I'm gonna it take me a bubble bath. It's so good, Megan. Say it's it again. so good. <laughs> say it again. I love it so much. You want me to say it again? Yeah, bubble bath. <laughs> Oh, I gotta stop being on podcasts and doing dumb stuff. Um, no, no. And admitting, admitting, and admitting bad stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, yeah, I gotta stop admitting bad stuff. Um, yeah. So let's get to the drama categories because this is where I feel like we could get a lot out of it. Um, like I said, so unbelievably thrilled the Zendaya won for. Or um, euphoria, but it's important to note this as I bring it up again because she is the youngest women woman to ever win in this category. Like, hello, that is <laughs> amazing, and we're keeping she's, track. She's the second black woman to do it, and both second. of them did it for both of them did it for playing queer characters. Two Ooh, for two, yes. And I will say. Like I said earlier, she is in the single best company in that history because it was Viola Davis for How to Get Away with Murder. Hello. I will, I got so upset that that show ended earlier this year, which feels like it ended three years ago because what's time during 
this madness because <laughs> that did happen this year just like the australian fires did you remember that no you didn't because this year is 20 years long so i know so um it's important that you know not only is she the youngest person ever to win the award but she's only the second black woman which is a problem which is a huge problem like why did it take Viola Davis until the penultimate season to get hers? Or the second? It's, uh, yeah, it was twenty. It was last year, right, that she won? Or was it the year before? I think it was two years ago. Okay, doesn't matter. Second to, like, why did it take so far into the run of How to Get Away with Murder? She's been amazing on it the whole time. What took so long? What took so long? Hollywood dragging its feet. Well. Because there have been but- other deserving black women <laughs> okay so we're talking about the drama category so i know we're talking about viola of women. Davis. huh we were talking about what viola davis and how they're we were talking about viola davis because there it shouldn't have taken that long for her to get an emmy and it shouldn't have taken we just she's one away she just needs to narrate something she just needs a grammy get her an audiobook she can do Re- how do we how do we Shutterfly. facilitate this <laughs> We need to make this happen. Oh, sh- mm, I don't think she can sing. I was going to say, just do a Broadway musical. Damn. Okay. Anyway, so, um, yes, my favorite win for sure. And then I just, I do love Julia Garner. I do. I love her so much as Ruth on Ozark. I know you two don't watch it because you're like, you live it <laughs> and all that. But um, I do. And I think she's so amazing on that show. I think she's so great. And I think she was super deserving. But that's just my feeling. And then um, um, I will say I was a little upset about, you know, um, Billy Porter, but it's okay. He still turned it out in his outfit. So it's okay. Because give him that. Paige's boyfriend won. Yeah, I know. I, I was, I didn't play it up like I could have is what I'm saying. He's my boyfriend now. I didn't, I was your aware boyfriend. of this. Congrats. He got upgraded. So, Jen, how did you feel about the drama categories? Um, I was was mostly um, unsurprised by Succession wins. Um, I think it's a fantastic show. Um, Excited for Mr. Man from Succession for having won. Uh, I, the, the thing that really got me was the Billy Crudup of it all. I feel like Slender time. that came out of left field. <laughs> I've never watched an episode of the morning show. And that's not because I don't have Apple TV. My mom bought a new iPad. So I got Apple TV free for a year. I have not watched one show yet on Apple TV. Um, so I cannot speak to its quality. Um, I did get spoiled from it, and I know that Gugu Mbatha-Ra is on it, and I adore her, but I also don't want to see her, spoiler alert, get sexually harassed by Steve Carell's character. That's just not, like, I, it's not in my spirit at the time, so I don't... Thankfully, that doesn't happen throughout most of this show. It's not until, yeah. like, the last couple episodes where you yeah. find out about it, but also, I will say, I was not surprised... The Billy Crudup one because he's just one of those fast talking characters that 
would win. He feels kind of mm. like a wannabe Sorkin character from mm. 20 years ago. So I still have a grudge against Billy Crudup. Oh, so yeah. And I will say, Morning Show, actively fine. Any other actor could play his role. And it would probably. <laughs> Does he do a lot of walk and talks? Basically, yeah. Mm. Or like yes. convincing Reese Witherspoon to like go do the job, and you're going to be great at the job, even though she's not great at the job at first. Yeah. Or like, I'm not a creepy guy. I'm just annoying. I can't. I can't back him. I can't. I can't. Even though he was in one of my favorite movies of all time, he was in Almost Famous. All well and good. The Mary uh, Louise Parker of it. I'm all. Team Mary Louise Parker. Always. Yes, always. Who has not? Mm-hmm. Who did not win an Emmy for Weeds, which is wild. Criminal. Me. But she does have an Emmy, and I'll, I'm Weird. okay. So, but it should have been for Weeds. Well, in addition, one of my favorite Emmy moments was when she won. It was for a guest star on West Wing, right? I think it had or something because she was like in the same section or maybe it was a golden globe i don't remember but she won an section. emmy for angels in america the miniseries oh okay and i can double check about west wing there yeah. was some award that she Dominic. won uh where she gets up on stage and she was like janelle monet but and uh not janelle monet janelle maloney jesus christ um Bet me a thousand dollars that I wouldn't thank my my child for how good my boobs look right now. And I was like, "See, this is why I adore you." This is, it it probably it. was the Golden Globes because she won twice: once for Weeds, thank you, and then the other for like Angels in America. Yeah, so she that had to be right. there, Janelle, and those folks at the time, and it always cracks me up. That's my favorite MLP. Thrilled for Zendaya. Thrilled. Thrilled. And I will always be thrilled. I think she's a button. She's, I just recently saw that she's going to be in something else and people are already talking Oscar buzz for it. Uh, Are you talking about the um, movie that she did with John David Washington during quarantine? The A24 movie. The A24 movie, yeah. Yeah, it's that. It was her and John David Washington, and they filmed it during quarantine. Yeah. And it was. It looks like it's all in black and white, unless I'm making that up from what I saw. It looked like it was black and white. Paulette Washington. I thought you were referencing that. I thought you were referencing that she just got cast in the uh, Ronnie Spector biopic. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That, I, that's okay. what I saw people doing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna do it. either way. She's I'll gonna win. Good. She's gonna win all the awards one day. So. We're just here for this ride. Okay, the John David Washington movie is going to Netflix. The other yes, Netflix just bought it. The other one's A24, the one that was just announced. Yeah, Netflix just bought that. uh, The one that she filmed during quarantine. (laughs) Um, Yes, but I mean, she's gonna. It is funny though that she literally started on Shake 'Em Up, Shake It Up. Sorry, which. Interesting because you, this that show diverted in two paths. It diverted in Zendaya and Bella Thorne. And I was going to say, compare was. their careers. One of them's destroying the sex worker industry. She is. She the sure other just is. won an Emmy. I'm just saying, for an HBO show that she's the lead on. Just saying, just saying, she didn't screw over sex workers. Bella Thorne. <clears throat> Paige, how did you feel about the drama categories? <laughs> 
Thanks for asking. Um, yeah, I wasn't surprised. I mean, I knew Succession was probably going to win, um, which I'm happy about, but it's, you know, predictable. So um, I don't I don't have any really like hot takes about the drama category. I feel like it was pretty solid and pretty predictable. I don't know. Chelsea, how'd you feel about them? Drama, I knew Succession would win, like, writing and directing and, like, series. I think it was just actor and stuff that it was a little bit more, like, up in the air, just because that lead actor category is always a little strange. But I'm glad it went the way it did. We could have had a villainous Steve Carell or, like, a bunch of other boring choices, like... Who all was even nominated at this point besides Billy Porter? It doesn't matter. An angel. An angel amongst us. But yeah, a lot of boring choices. I feel like drama is never as interesting as it could be, and this was the best case scenario for it all. Although, yeah. I feel like comedy is where we get surprise nominations, and drama, not as much. Yeah, it's like... I don't know, even supporting actor, Billy Crudup's a more interesting choice than some of these other usual suspects, but still, I think just from the nominees, I would have been like, Kieran Culkin, I always want the best for him. Like him him and Sarah Snook, I really wanted to win, but you know. We talked in our group chat about how we want Kieran Culkin to be in a romantic comedy. After that, I'm telling you, like, he's my favorite part of Scott Pilgrim. Well, one of my favorite parts of Scott Pilgrim. No, he's the best part of Scott Pilgrim. I love when he's like, she's like, is Scott here? No, Scott just left. And it's like him jumping out the window. (laughs) It's one of my favorite parts. Scott, did you, are you, are you waiting for the thing you just ordered online? Yeah. Interesting though, that we talked about like the lack of diverse not even not even just lack of diversity just that there's nothing surprising about the drama categories like when they were like okay that all tracks but since we can we can use that to segue into what we want nominated in 2021 we talked about it pretty I think pretty in detail in the last episode where we talked about how the people on Pose do not get nominated other than Billy Porter thank you and why is that why like, wasn't the show not in this year? MJ Rodriguez deserves Thank everything. <laughs> she plays Blanca, right? She's the heart of that show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So Blanca incredible. is, oh my God. And like Angel and like, hmm? I could see Angel getting nominated. I could see, um, oh, I don't know what her name is in real life. Dia Moore the one who plays Electra. nomination. The woman who plays Electra. There's just so many people on that show. Uh, Dominique Jackson and like India Moore. And, you know, these people should be getting nominated and they're not. And I don't know why. I mean, I know why. Well, we, yeah, I was going to say, we know why. <laughs> but it's we know why. <laughs> because. Pose the whole cast should be nominated, not just Billy Porter. Not saying nobody so, does a read like Electra Abundance. Nobody on this planet mm, ever will. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she doesn't have an Emmy for just that, quite quite honestly, for just that's what that. I just said. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like she's. I would get, I would 
the scene, the scene where they're at the country club and she's like, hold on. Yeah. Oh okay. my God. Read that bitch. She could destroy that me. Scene, it's fine. That was one of the best scenes in the second season. The best scene of the entire second season. It was so God, she should have been nominated and it makes me so mad that she wasn't like in supporting i don't understand what you weren't supporting like hello it's not it's it's dumb but she should be nominated obviously anything involving Issa ray should be nominated next year i think that's very clear i also agree with chelsea about i may destroy you like that show. we shall rise it's so great I loved her. I've not doing that yet, and I'm ashamed. I love her. I just she she's perfect. And she, what did she say? Did she stop? She she like made a wave because I think they wanted her cast in something, and she was like, mm, "Not unless you do it this way." I can't remember what it was. I think I read the article you're talking about. Um, uh, It was in like, oh God, I can't remember now, but she. You know what I'm talking about though, right? Yeah. Well, I think it was more of like, she was trying to sell her show. I may destroy you. Oh no. Or something with chewing gum and they weren't giving her the money or like the time oh, that she no, needed. Tra- she tra- went to go sell um, I May Destroy You to Netflix and they weren't going to give her there it is. Right. a lot of creative ownership over it and stuff. So she said no, not having this HBO offer in a back pocket or anything. She just told them no because she also just didn't get that with chewing gum, but she figured with chewing gum, it's like her big first big thing more or less to really simplify it and then with hbo like they were very willing to work with her and let her have all this creative control and financial back end coming back to her so yeah netflix we already know you're shady about paying people but still get it together this is why hbo wins things nobody likes working with you anymore they like it getting paid for the first two seasons, but then you cancel your show and they don't have any ownership and don't make any money later. So stop that. Okay, you're right. There it is. There it is. You knew what I meant. Knew what I meant. So I was zoned out and I had a rant ready. I think that should also be, I do agree that that should be nominated. I agree that Insecure should absolutely sweep because it's I mean, time. It's, yeah, and to quote if, myself in this, this outline, season, insecure, baby. If this season, I mean, every, it's always good. Let's be realistic. Issa Rae is like a force to be reckoned with, right? Every season is amazing. But this last season, oh my God, it's going to get even better. Like, I hate that because it's like, how do you get better? But she just keeps getting better. Even though my favorite episode of all time was in the previous season, which is the Baychella episode. That's my favorite episode ever. Um, The fact that Natasha Rothwell was not nominated for every award for that performance will never not. Thank you. You go to Baychella and (laughs) (laughs) get so high. I, I... 
there's nothing not good about that episode. That episode nothing. is perfection. Like from start to, I've never, I don't think I've ever laughed so hard at one no. particular episode of television no. as I have at them going to Beachella, getting kicked out before they even get to see <laughs> Beyonce. Like it is, <laughs> it is epically wonderful. Kelly being like, I think I peed my pants. Like all of When Tiffany's things. like in the, in the, uh, in the closet crying on the phone, I, I inhaled. <laughs> And then Kelly's like, nope, you're not kicking me out. And then she gets taste and she's like, she's like, I think I peed myself. <laughs> I really want to rewatch this now. It's, it's so one good. of the single greatest episodes of television I've ever truly. Also, I think I went back and just on Twitter, A plus, like tweeting <laughs> Donald Trump every day, you are trash, you are garbage, amen. <laughs> I just. Also, she was hilariously funny in a black lady sketch show. So Everything good. that they put her in. My favorite one, though, is the the get the belt segment. <laughs> she plays the mom, Tanisha, and it's like, Tanisha, she was born at night, but she wasn't born last night. <laughs> like, I just, she's, she's perfection. I find her. It's one of my favorite sketches. It's unreal. So refreshingly funny. <laughs> that and the, the. The thirst, the thirst trap segment <laughs> with Satchel Page. I just that show. That show is what I want to see when next year in a variety category. Definitely want to see if it doesn't win and Saturday Night Live does. Lauren Michael, Again, I'm going to mail gonna... you a can of tuna fish and open <laughs> can. I just in there for oh, good measure. Oh my god. He would deserve. Um, I I just find it, it's so refreshingly funny. Every skit feels like it's an iconic skit. Just the other day, Nicole Cliff was on Twitter talking about how much she loves it. And I was like, okay, but the basic ball speaks to me in particular. It's like, (laughs) the category is clinical depression. (laughs) You are tired. You are medicated for the gods. I'm like... This is yes, Robin that's it. Thank you, Rob the Drag Queen. <laughs> Thank you for creating. But um, yeah, I definitely want to see it win. I want to see lots of awards for Lovecraft Country. Journey, I feel like it I was deserves. gonna say Journey. <sighs> She's so Journey and my Bay. Um, mm-hmm. whose name is escaping me at this Jonathan point. Majors. Oh yes, yes. Thank you. His arms he, need a nomination. He, okay. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Listen. Absolutely. You his arms correct. are going to be nominated for supporting actor because they support his actor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's so, it's just, I really, uh, I really am, am enjoying that show. Um, and I want it to take, I want it to take some awards. It, it deserves. Um, and definitely for effects too. Like, like, it's visually a stunning show. I'm very um, yeah. worried Mandalorian's going to win all those effect things next year. I love Baby Yoda, but he only needs one Emmy. Right. It's true. I don't like the rest of the show. I only like Baby Yoda. <laughs> I think, um, I mean, we, Insecure, I May Destroy You, Lovecraft, a Black Lady Sketch show. Yes. I only have two things and only one of them is serious. 
first, the TV movie, I think it's going to be categorized as a TV movie, Unpregnant on HBO Max, is hilarious. Think Thelma and Louise, but high school in many ways. It's absurd. It's funny. It's heartfelt. And I just love it. And of course, just to be on brand, because I love Christine Bransky and everything she does. And I met her this year and she was great and fabulous. And I want her fashion. I would give her an Emmy for Dolly Parton's Christmas movie. I don't even know what it's called. Just that Dolly Parton's Christmas movie. She makes one every year. But Christine Bransky's center on that poster with an eviction notice. And I'm ready. Jennifer Lewis is in that. Hell yeah. Both of them. I'm so excited. This is That's the kind of cheesy kind of, Christmas movie I want. Yes. Isn't it co- some kind of scroogey collaboration? Like Dolly Parton and Christine Baranski? I mean... And Jennifer Lewis, who like is perfection. never given enough time to be funny and who is possibly the funniest woman alive. She is so funny on Blackish. She's when so I, funny on Blackish. She's the best character on Blackish, I would say, because she makes me cry, laugh, everything she does. I would say it's between uh, her and uh, Diane. That's true. Diane, I really relate to, though, mm-hmm. like on a scary level. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I love her. But yes. Is there anything else you want to see nominated next year? One day at a time. Yes. Everybody go watch it on CBS. Yeah, it's moving to CBS, and people need to tune in and give it the rating. Please tune in, and then you Desperately needs. Then we can get more seasons, and it's on Pop TV as well, the Schitt's Creek Network. So the first two two seasons are on Netflix, I believe, two? Three. The first three are on Netflix? I want to say it's three, because isn't season four on um, Pop TV? I believe so, yeah. I don't know where I store this information, but I don't know other things. People should catch up and continue to support it. And vote for Justina Machado on Dancing with the Stars, not Spawned. Yeah. Because I want her to make... Also, Justina is on Dancing with the Stars right now. I literally just said that. She literally... (laughs) Those are the words that just came out. (laughs) Not Spawned. (laughs) Sorry, that was my bad. I can only... I can, like... It sounds so weird right now, and I don't know why... But she's also very joyful on Dance with the Stars, if that's any indicate is that's any consolation. She's yeah. a joyful person to watch. Because she's a joy. She is. All right. So I think that about wraps it up for us. Our next episode will be about mental health during this very long year. That feels like a century. And then um yeah, be excited because we're going to do a Halloween Town episode. And we love a theme. Oh, man, I forgot about that. Oh, and we're going to do a Rebecca episode, and I have to read a book. So they're going to teach me to read. <laughs> we're going to make really sure to read. A lot of things to read because you have all of Jane Austen to read. <laughs> I know. Aren't they pretty decorations? All of these books I just happen to own but can't read or understand. Good thing I renewed your library card. You're welcome. That's true. And I got another pretty decoration to get from Paige <laughs> that you checked yeah, out. Yeah, you had a book come in today. <laughs> and I live 
200 miles away. It literally sounds like I'm going through a tunnel and you're trying to talk and I can't hear you. So <laughs> whatever you said. Okay. Um, so yes, our next episode will be about mental health. I am not, and then I'm not sure the order of them after that, but um yeah, so Chelsea, where can they find you? Um, you can find me, Chelsea725, on Twitter and Letterboxd. And yeah, look out for all that. Plus, follow us on at MoxieGalsPod on Twitter and Instagram. We got those fired up and going to use them a little bit more. Follow all of our podcast friends. We're recording on podcast day or whatever. Go, go follow all of our friends. Go see them on Twitter. Paige, where can they find you? I am Paige N. Kaiser on Twitter. You can see everything that I write on there. Um, I'm Paige Noel Kaiser on Instagram. I post a lot of nerdy book photos, so if you're into that, give me a little follow. Okay, Jen, where can people find a you? You can find me on Twitter at Darling in My Way and also on Instagram at Darling Reads Romance, my uh, review site for romance novels. Yes, yeah, so you could find me. Whew, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Megan Man. You can find me on my bookstagram at Ginger and Champagne. You can listen to me on my other podcast, which is Once Upon a Stream on both Twitter and Instagram and all of the streaming platforms, which is a Disney Plus podcast. We just did an episode about Mulan today. So yeah that's where you can find me and we will see you on our next episode bye <laughs> and dramas sorry my mom is now on the call um can we get a live reaction mom i'm podcasting with my friends tell them about the awesome gift i gave you it was her birthday oh my day. god it is so awesome i've never had a gift so awesome I know it's Ray and Lindsay. <laughs> I know. He's liking the book. Well, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Oh, my God. I absolutely Here's all my friends. There's Paige. This is Jen. It is awesome. And that's Megan. Oh, my God. It's phenomenal. <laughs> that's so that's cute. Otto, and that's Chelsea when she was a baby. Oh. I made her a photo right, book. I'll let you go. Thank you. That's cute. Love Aww, you too. Adorable. <laughs> Luca wanted to uh, talk to me. He FaceTimes me a lot. We got him a Transformers Halloween costume, and he about he FaceTimed me about four o'clock today. Gosh, to show me his costume, and he's like, "But I can't turn into a car. I don't have a trailer. I wonder." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I won't get adorable. Out, but. <laughs> <laughs>